Welcome back to the Steve Gruber Show. Good to have you along for the conversation. Joining me now is Mark Short. He is the chief of staff for Vice President Mike Pence, who came back to Michigan again this week. Uh, the reason being is Michigan's the center of it all. Michigan really is the center of the political universe in 2020. I truly believe, and I've said for a very long time, however Michigan goes, the election goes. Joining Mark Short. Mark, how are you? Hey, Steve. Thanks so much for having me on this morning. Uh, so many critical issues uh, in Michigan. And I want to start with some of the positive things that have happened with this administration, because with all the noise and nonsense, you don't hear a lot about it. Uh, let's start with USMCA, something the president was told he could never get done. Uh, and yet it affects Michigan probably as much as it does any state. It got done. It got done with a bipartisan bit of support. And it makes a huge difference, not just for Michigan, but for the nation. Your thoughts? Well, I think that uh, one of the reasons Donald Trump was elected was a commitment to uh, to replace some of the, the faulty trade deals that we had. He said he would negotiate trade deals that benefit the American worker. And um, the vice president traveled this country, particularly focused on states in the Midwest, that will benefit the most, whether or not it's the auto industry or it's the dairy industry that finally has access to markets in Canada um, to help push for USMCA. And, you know, as you said in your intro, I recall being with the vice president on election day, starting in Traverse City with a rally, going back east to Pennsylvania, other states, and then ending up back in Michigan late after midnight in Grand Rapids with the president for the last rally of the campaign. And, uh, and Michigan was, a, was pivotal in 2016. It will again be in 2020. No question. And you look at some of the successes in the economy right now, and the, the successes cannot be overlooked. You look at the unemployment rates coming down. Uh, manufacturing coming back, businesses opening, more people hiring. It's true in Michigan as well. And Michigan took it on the chin harder than just about any place else during the economic downturn. And so for Michigan to bounce back, for Michigan to see uh, jobs being posted and people saying, hey, we need to hire more people, it's really good news for this state. Well, to your point, it was over 7 million new jobs have been created since Donald Trump was elected, and 500,000 of those have been manufacturing. The previous administration had said that we would never see those jobs come back, that you need to wave a magic wand to do so. And I think what you really needed was uh, was Donald Trump in the White House to help negotiate new trade deals and to help make uh, new policies. You know, I think at the beginning of the administration with the historic tax reform that lowered the corporate tax rate, I think that was the beginning of bringing jobs home because our tax rate internationally had fallen, had become much higher than the international average. And so bringing it back down where it is with other organized nations, we're more competitive. Reducing the regulatory burden was a huge change. And I think the third piece of that pillar was was actually the beginning to, to finalize these trade deals. And so now completing trade deals with Japan and Korea and USMCA, beginning to get uh, phase one uh, with China, we're hopeful that there'll continue to be additional trade deals in the second term of this administration. Yeah, one of those trade deals could likely end up being India, uh, where the president spent uh, three days this week. Mark, as you know, Mark Short here, uh, Vice President Mike Pence's chief of staff. Um, and with India, uh, there's some good news. You look at Mahindra, huge manufacturer. The president sat down with the head of Mahindra and some other industry leaders while he was in India. Mahindra already investing in Michigan with a construction facility here, building off-road vehicles and looking to expand here in Michigan. And that's something else that we were told couldn't happen. The return of manufacturing jobs in creating automotive jobs in Michigan. General Motors just investing $2.5 billion into its Hamtramck plant to build all-electric pickup trucks. I can cite Example after example here, Mark, and you know it, of things that are working in Michigan. And if they're working here, the point that I'm making is then they're working across the country. 
102,000 new jobs in Michigan alone since Donald Trump was elected president. A 3.9% unemployment rate is, uh, is, is way below historical averages. And we have, to your point, $142 billion current um, uh, relationship, trade relationship with India. We have a lot more um, that, uh, that can be done, and we're anxious to complete a new trade deal, and we think we're pretty close. Yeah, and so that's all good news. All right, so let's shift gears a little bit uh, to something that's a little bit uh, more dicey, that being uh, the coronavirus. Uh, nobody's quite sure. In fact, I think it's safe to say we know a little less today than we did yesterday, only because we've had this outbreak in Italy. We've had outbreaks reported in Iran. It's gotten out of China. Um, we've got the CDC and others working on it. The president has asked for $2.5 billion, the White House has, to address the challenges we might face here in America. Uh, where do you think we are with all of this? Obviously, the stock market reacted very badly earlier this week. It has rebounded some since then. But where are we, Mark? Well, the president took decisive action in the very beginning to help protect American citizens um, by putting in place, I, I think, unprecedented travel bans and, and instituting a policy of quarantine for those coming back from uh, Wuhan province in China. I think that what we see from the experts at CDC is an analysis that this uh, virus is incredibly contagious, and so it is something that we all need to be cautious of. And I think that probably um, there is an economic impact to supply chains. But having said that, Steve, what we also see is that if you're in a in developed nation with good health care systems, that this is this is a low risk threat. And so in America, you've seen the people that have uh, that have been treated are recovering well. Uh, if you live in a third world country and you have underlying respiratory illnesses, then you're in a different uh, than a different health situation. But the mortality rate continues to come down. I think initially, sometimes when these viruses are first discovered, the mortality rate is higher because likely people were infected and didn't know it and recovered. And it only once people were become hospitalized and, and, and pass that you then begin to, the, the community begins to say, hey, there's a new virus here we need to, to look into. And so the numbers are a little bit distorted at the beginning and can sound a little bit more scary and a little more alarming. So it is, it is serious in that the virus spreads very rapidly, and we all need to be cautious of that. But if you're living in a developed nation with a good health care system and you have good health, then, then it is less of a threat than if you're living in a third-world country with a poor health care system and you have underlying health issues. Certainly true. Mark Short here, the Vice President's Chief of Staff uh, on the Steve Gruber Show. A couple of minutes left here, Mark, and I want to shift gears and focus on the Democrats that are trying to fight, fight to see who can go the most extreme to the left. Uh, Bernie Sanders has revealed major plans to fund uh, his uh, tens of trillions in new spending with new taxes, <clears throat> excuse me, massive lawsuits, military cuts, all of it. Um, and you would think that he was the, the radical in the group, but really, they've all gone far to the left. The president has said consistently, this will not be a socialist nation. Your boss, the vice president, has said the same thing. And yet I look at these Democrats and I go, who are they talking to? You know, it's it's unbelievable to us to see the lurch to the left because, as you say, they've more or less the whole field has adopted policies that are very consistent with Bernie Sanders' policies in more or less uh, universal health care, more or less providing free insurance for legal aliens, and and basically adopting economic policies that uh, that would overturn all the success of the last couple of years. But I I must confess, even though they've all adopted the policies, the looking at the rhetoric of Bernie. 
Bernie Sanders doubling down in recent days in his support for the Castro regime, in his support for the uh, the Sandinista regime in Nicaragua, and more or less not distance himself from the the honeymooning in the Soviet Union is really is really kind of shocking, and I think it provides a tremendous contrast for voters to look at what Bernie Sanders is proposing versus the success of the last three years in the Trump-Pence administration that I think has restored economic vitality to America, has brought jobs home, and is providing, I think, people with more freedom today than they had in, in, previous, uh, in previous times with uh, perhaps the Obama administration and a growing government. I don't think people want to return to that. And I think that Bernie Sanders goes even a step farther in basically embracing not just, not just an enlarged government, but a truly socialist regime and embracing and commending what the Castro regime has done in Cuba, I think, is beyond the pale. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, socialism, the philosophy of failure, the creed of ignorance, the gospel of envy, its inherent virtue is the equal sharing of misery. So said Winston Churchill, I believe he was right. Mark Short, greatly appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me on, Steve. Appreciate all you do. It's a Steve Gruber Show back after this. The hospital where your children were born, the elementary school where they learned the basics, the football stadium where you made memories together, and the boundless skyscraper where they took the big job. For over five decades, the members of the Associated Builders and Contractors of Michigan have been building Michigan communities, and they've done this based on the all-American principles of hard work and competition, providing Michigan families with quality buildings to create timeless memories. To learn how you can help build Michigan, visit abcmi.com. Attention small business owners with 10 to 250 employees. Do you offer an effective 401k plan to your employees? Are you comfortable with all financial liability? The Michigan Chamber is offering its members the first statewide multiple employer 401k plan. Now, small businesses can offer their employees all the investment benefits a large company can at a competitive price. The program is powered by TriStar Trust Bank, a Michigan bank specializing in full-service wealth management. TriStar will work with your employees, understand their needs, and design an investment portfolio to achieve their goals. To learn more about the Michigan Chamber Multiple Employer 401k Retirement Plan, go to michamber.com. The Michigan Chamber Multiple Employer 401k Plan is available to Michigan Chamber members only. Become a member and receive $100 off by mentioning this ad. The Michigan Chamber of Commerce, moving Michigan forward. When it comes to planning for your future, you want an advisor who understands your Christian values. Ameriprise Financial Advisor Craig Stiles offers financial planning based on biblical principles. He can help you plan for your goals in a way that is consistent with your faith. Call Craig Stiles today at 517-483-4893. Office is located at 2400 Lake Lansing Road, Suite B, Lansing, Michigan, 48912. Ameriprise Financial provides financial services without regard to religious affiliation or cultural background. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor.